It is Africa's time. And what tells you that more than anything else when Netflix arrives with 900 million rand and says, let's make a movie and a TV show and an everything. Welcome to the Stuff Podcast. My name is Toby Shapshak and I'm speaking to Ben Amasun, who is the director of content for Netflix for Africa. And uh, you've arrived with a very big wallet. Thanks, Ben. Also, hello. <laughs> hello. And, you know, thank you for having me. Uh, it's a pleasure to be on the podcast. Yeah, so name is Ben. I look after content for Sub-Saharan Africa. Um, been working at Netflix for three years. Uh, yes, this investment is, you know, um, kind of um, part of the, the kind of, you know, investments we've been doing over time in in South Africa. Um, since 2016, we've invested over $2 billion rand into the economy um, and this this one is more f- you know in terms of our forward looking yeah. investment from now to you know from 2022 uh, to 23 in, in this two years and we still have other investments of course within uh, the next two years that as Netflix we will continue to um, inject into the economy here this is really good news because there are a lot of very creative people here in South Africa and in Africa who are desperate for opportunities and and in many ways the demise of state broadcasters and and much of the other sources of not only income but a place to air someone's creative work have diminished. Along comes a global streaming player like Netflix and it's not only an opportunity to do work but it's an opportunity for your work to be shown everywhere. I think that's kind of the democratization of 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 the arts in many ways and certainly the moving picture arts. Uh, I hope no one in the film industry gets upset with me for calling it the movie moving picture. I didn't call it the talkies <laughs> or the colorys. Yes. Um, but but it, it's phenomenal. I mean, one of the statistics I think is extraordinary is is for every South African show that, that Netflix has made, for every one view in South Africa, it's viewed 26 times in other countries. Now, that's, that's a good vote of confidence for South African creators, I think. Yes. I agree. I agree, and I think you know, um, you know, for us at Netflix, you know, uh, we totally, you know, um, believe that great stories can come from anywhere and be loved everywhere. So, uh, no exception here, in, you know, in terms of you know Africa and South Africa, uh, in particular, um, we've been able to look at you know some of the best you know um, you know storytellers in the market and be able to work with them um, and we've been looking at you know emerging talent that is also uh, coming in 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 the region and working with them as well to bring their stories to life on the platform um, as well as you know uh, ensuring that they have this potential to reach over you know 220 million uh, subscribers around the world and we've seen some of those titles that we've bought you know acquired or um, you know actually created and in terms of the actual travelability of those titles that you mentioned, and we've seen some, you know, research that also uh, kind of confirmed that, you know, um, as a result of people watching South African titles, yes. you know, uh, they're three times as likely to come to South Africa. Now once that's the most that. fascinating yes. little. I, I just want to double click on that, as the consultants yes. used to say, because yes. that's just an unintended consequence. I was fascinated when I learned about this yeah. that that people who watch shows on Netflix are more likely to become tourists to those places. Who knew entertainment in this way would be a promoter of tourism and a different form of of economic usefulness? Yes, absolutely. You know, as I said, within the market itself, you know, given, um, given, 
different storytellers the opportunity to have the the that you know their stories showcased on on the platform here um, has given them that that uh, kind of access to this you know global audiences um, just to use one example for example uh, in terms of a show that has done well not only in South Africa but has traveled very well blood and water yes. uh, season season one in terms of in terms of travelability it, you know got about 14 million um, starters of that title when when it launched uh, a few years back just okay. to show you know how how big that you know the magnitude of uh, the people that are watching some of these titles we had a we had a sm- you know what, what would you would maybe if if the title was launched in South Africa only you know Amandla yes. um, it, it would be interesting to see how well we would have done just in terms of the amount of people that would have seen it in, a, in the in our theaters here but with 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 Netflix it's had the, the, show, the film has had the opportunity to, you know to hit the top 10 yeah. the top 10 films globally you know and this is this is just again testament to great great storytellers and talent within within our industries here in in africa uh, but also um you know the opportunity with the platform to to reach a really wide um, audience uh, you know and, and start to show what what you know how african stories uh, you know um, are constructed and how they they can you know um you know be be, be loved anywhere in, in in the world let's just look at some of those great success stories I mean, I think, for instance, I loved Money Heist or Cash Heist, yes. which was Spanish, you know, yes. dubbed into English. It was it was really fantastic, yeah. you know, uh, in the same way I watched The Bridge, you know. That's right. <laughs> Thankfully dubbed, thank you. Yeah. Um, these are stories told in another language in another part of the world, and yet they resonate and they're fascinating and they're great to watch. The biggest hit Netflix have ever had was a, was a South Korean that's you right, know, Squid, show. Squid Game, yeah. Yeah, Squid yes. Game. I mean, yes. it's, it, it, it just reminds me that everybody's a person and it doesn't matter what language you speak, stories are universal, aren't they? Absolutely. And just to add to that point, I remember earlier in my career, I mean, I was based in the UK and there were times where we would look at titles for co-productions um, where, you know, there'll be a local language element of it or there'll be too much, um, you know, a requirement for uh, subtitles and, you know, a lot of the, um, you know, incumbent broadcasters would be like, well, it's very, it's unlikely that these shows are going to work, yeah. you know, our markets, you know, um, because there's this local language element, and with with us as a platform, you know, all of that has changed. You know, I yeah. remember seeing when Narcos came out uh, Netflix quite a few years ago. The fact that you know it was quite heavy Spanish speaking yeah. in a big market and still be able to um, resonate quite strongly um, it was you know it's the start of something which you know which we all know as you say is universal. That st- if great stories can you know you know they can they can transcend you know beyond that kind of language barrier. Um, even when when we support them with dubs or with yes. uh, subtitles um, but they are they are they are universal themes and you know once you give them the platform give people the platform to enjoy stories from you know um, and, and new perspectives from yeah. incredible talented people that we work with around the world and then people will you know uh, show up and, and enjoy those titles yeah Indeed. I mean, yeah. I've been saying for years, we live in a golden age of television. Yes. Like never before has there been such a, I, I hesitate to use the word glut because it often seems like yes. a bad word, but <laughs> there's just so much good television to watch. Yes. It's fantastic. And it's, it's, it's a hallmark of either that we stayed at home too much during lockdown <laughs> and yes. we've been Netflix and chilling too much or that suddenly it's, there's a, a potential for a global market for this content which is yes. you know precisely what you've been talking about 
That's right. Absolutely. And that, um, we, and, you know, as I said, just trying to, in this market, uh, looking for ways to support, you know, the industry um, in terms of capacity building, in terms of the investments we've been doing on that area, you know, f- you know and we've invested over 45 million rand uh, in terms of supporting the industry uh, in different, in various capacity building initiatives. Let's talk about that because Film Africa is one of the partners you work with and they run the, the Cape Town studio. And, and, you know, that's where a whole bunch of things have been shot, raised by Wolves, Ridley Scott's new series, um, uh, one of Netflix's series, Black Sales. You know, it's a, it's a, Cape Town's always been a movie and television destination. You know, it's really fantastic that you're building the infrastructure, you know, that will allow those local companies to carry on earning an income from it. Yes, sustainability is critical for us in terms of um, the investments that we uh, make in this market, you know, in terms of job creation. Um, we've yeah. looked at some, you know, um, numbers uh, we think, you know, are reflective of what we've been doing in terms of our investments. We think about uh, 1,900 plus jobs have been created as a result of our in- direct investments into this market. Um, you know, lots of apprenticeships. Um, and also for the producers um, and storytellers, being able to have uh, you know, uh, a consistent uh, and constant in investment in 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 various stories that they produce um, over time. Hopefully, mean that they can you know have a sustainable business uh, um, you know to continue to do work not only for us yeah. as a platform but for other people in the future. So it's about building capacity, building our industries, making sure our our perspectives are seen you know uh, all around the world, um, and those things are quite important. We hope quite I hold very dear to myself as well in terms of supporting yeah so the building of capacity has a further knock-on effect to my mind which is instead of there being seasonal jobs in the film industry in Cape Town you have regular jobs that's an immediate upliftment of a family in the film industry and you know they get to provide opportunities for other people yeah and it's the in terms of um, uh, our planning uh, in terms of you know the, the you know the diverse genre of titles that we're you know looking to um, bring into the service you've already seen evidence of that you know we re- recently launched young famous in Africa which is a of course a docu series uh, reality um, you know we've brought you know we've bought some you know incredible films and you know uh, something like yes. 80 titles in 2020 84 TV shows. We mostly started to program, uh, you know, uh, South Africa, you know, from end of 2019. Uh, Prior to that, it was mostly, you know, um, you know, one or two titles that were, you know, South Africa based and mostly international titles. But once we, as my team. We are focused on local language, um, you know, uh, titles, uh, content, and you know. So we've been more um, invested in in bringing you know more of those local stories to to the screens, uh, to the to the platform. The last few years, and you know, we see that volume in uh, you know in terms of great yeah. stories uh, continuing over the next few years, and and that will hopefully continue to support uh, as you said the industry and, and yes. the actual um, you know businesses that rely on uh, on those investments uh, uh, to grow and there's quite side. a downstream of other businesses that rely on that you know yes. from food production to project management but let's just talk about your 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 personal history because this is yes. what you've been doing for a long time yes. Um, yes. bringing 
voices no one's heard before to the big screen or the small screen or the streaming screen. Yeah, thank you for that. Uh, so yeah, it's a big, big passion for me. Um, when I came into the uh, kind of the TV and film industry, you know, the most important thing for me was to ensure that yeah, our, our perspectives and our voices um, were you know in terms of in, uh, being in African, you know, are heard yes. and are elevated, um, you know, to a, to a kind of more global um, kind of uh, 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 platform or you know. So so that's been a, a big driver for a lot of the things I've tried to do in, in my career in the industry. It's quite a glittering yes. career. If you don't Thank mind you. mentioning a few of them. Yeah, no, so, you know, I, I, I worked quite, quite a few years for a, uh, a sw- Swedish group called uh, Modern Times Group, now now Nent uh, Group, and we, we did quite a few things um, around Africa, mostly in Ghana and Tanzania. Um, at that point, you know, we were mostly linear-based um, channels, but we, we invested quite also in, in that heavily in, in local productions yes. um, to try to support industries in, in, in those markets we worked in, and then bring, again, new voices. We, we we, we tried lots of different, you know, um, formats, um, you know, lots of different uh, kind of, uh, you know, genres of yes. television in terms of acquisitions, in terms of commissioning, um, built studios in, in, in those markets. So those have been, in my career, been lots yes. of opportunities to to contribute to different, um, you know, um, uh, countries where we've operated. That must be really rewarding. That must be really rewarding. It's extremely rewarding. I've I've also had an opportunity while, while I worked for I worked for a company called Econet Media at one point. Yes, um, and we had a, a, a more more on the sports more sports side in terms of uh, something a, a channel called Quest Free. TV and um, it's a very good channel. And, and we we worked a lot on local sports and grassroots sports. You know, grassroots basketball. Um, you know, netball in Uganda. And we worked. You know, um, on supporting. You know, different different. Um, you know, kind of sports um, associations in terms of the, the some of the acquisitions of some of the the actual uh, rights. So those those were. I found that that was quite quite rewarding in, in terms of being able to bring some of these um, sports onto a, a, a platform that at that point was um, being broadcasted to 17, 17 markets across Africa. I mean, uh, you don't have to necessarily answer this in case you can't, <laughs> but I wonder, given your background, if yes. sports not coming to Netflix and, and, and when is it coming? <laughs> well, look, we've, we've, yeah, that, that's a, a question that we get asked quite a lot, you know, um, not only externally, but internally <laughs> as well. Um, but, you know, of course, we've, we've, we're, we've been looking at lots of other great ways to, you know, represent sports uh, in terms of, you know, drama, uh, documentaries, yeah. um, you know, you know, and you know, series, you know, of course, The Last Dance was one that, you know, really, you know, uh, resonated all over the it world. Um, you know, that was, you know, <laughs> Drive to Survive has been a show that has, you know, I, I think maybe, you know, even encouraged more, Listen, more that, um, that, that Formula, Formula one, one. Yes, Yeah, that Formula One. I have a friend yes. who is eternally grateful. His 16-year-old daughter who hated motor racing and he loved it. She watched that and now she's a total fan. Wow, brilliant. You know, to the point that they came to my house and she's like, there's the qualifying I have to go watch. Yes. So, so you know, I have at least one friend who's deeply grateful. No, so there's these, these kind of things we can do um, that are not necessarily live sports uh, at the moment. But the but meaning yes. of sport, right? Yes. So I'm an it's anomaly in that I, I yes. was a technology editor of, of the Mail and Guardian oh, and right. the sports editor. And I only liked oh, one wow. sport, which is rugby. Yeah. I didn't get glasses <laughs> till I was 13. So I can't play racket sports. Oh, right. I can't play cricket. I didn't 
didn't like soccer also I, I came from a, a somewhat arty family so there was never sport on, <laughs> on the television on the weekend yes um and and my fascination with rugby, you know, I, I got it through playing it at school. And my son is four and a, four and a half, is, is fascinated with rugby because I am. Um, and I watch that the way that kind of stuff gets passed down. You know, how do you, like I grew up watching documentaries. It was, yes. it was part of my life. And I'm, I'm thrilled to discover that Netflix has such a huge cache of documentaries isn't it isn't it it's like it's a golden age of television but it's also a golden age of documentaries never before have there's been so much interesting stuff i just watched the boeing um documentary on netflix last week i mean fascinating you know you speak to the wires and the of of the pilots and the actual people that's the way journalism should be done i agree and 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 for us um as part of the africa team you know we we're looking a lot more into um non-fiction and documentaries um got some great titles coming up um that are in that area of course my activist teacher is one famous one that has done very well for us i mean can you believe i've (laughs) failed to mention that yes i mean it's yeah so you know wonderful title winning the oscar you know elevating uh, south africa you know in terms of the world stage in you know prestigious and our award. abilities to communicate cross species <laughs> <laughs> absolutely no incredible in documentary we speak and english afrikaans and octopus yes in South Africa. <laughs> i love that no yeah, it's fascinating documentary and we we've also been able to acquire a, a few um you know um kind of more uh, topics in you know, documentaries that cover topics that are quite uh, you know in in kind of being discussed around different parts of Africa you know those uh, a title called Skin which we, we which we acquired which is about colorism uh, yeah. and that kind of you know got a, quite a bit of you know traction and uh, conversations generated as a result of that um, we we bought a title called A Journey of the African Colony which was yeah. giving a perspective of the lead up to independence in Nigeria from an Africa perspective rather than seeing you know, from you know, um, we've seen it from you know other other perspectives in in in, in the past. So the 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 lot more titles like this that are in the pipe and that we're looking to acquire or, or um, you know um, you know or, or actually you know produce that are Africa specific. And yes, yeah, I mean, so just it, watch this space for that. Yeah. I'm very pleased to hear this because yes. more than than watching television, which is entertainment, documentaries yes. are real life it's yes. not it's not a tv show based on a on a true story it is, yes. it is a true story and, and i'm okay. i'm just fascinated at how people have clicked to the joys and yes. i really mean the joys of a documentary you know yes, absolutely um, you know, watch the documentary Helvetica about the font that nobody knows has played such a role in their lives and suddenly everybody's a, a journalist who can spot good font from bad. You know, it's a it's a fascinating, like it's it's kind of adult education yes. for want of another way of putting it, you know. Yeah. Yeah, look, yeah, we as I said, we we are looking. We've got a great pipeline of um, titles that we're considering at the moment around that area, um, not only within the Africa team but globally, of course. And so, yeah, and, uh, and it's, we, we're seeing more and more viewership um, of docu- documentaries and you know docu series, docu soaps, uh, all all the different you know other nonfiction uh, uh, categories that we 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 program for. Um, we're seeing really great take up of of them within the service. You know, yeah, and we want we want the African versions of that. Yes, you know, continue to um, you know come through um, over the next few years. Well, great. Um, yes. Thank you very much, Ben. And, thank you. Uh, 
please keep up the good work. Please Thank keep you spending much. your money here. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very, very much. I'm very, very excited about the opportunity to be in this market and you know to support industry here and to yeah continue to make sure that these stories get um, elevated around the world and and, and enjoy it. You know, you know, and part of our overall entertain the world uh, kind of philosophy that we we have as Netflix. Thank Great. You very much. Well. Good luck, and, and we'll keep uh, Netflix in chillin'. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. It's a real pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this podcast. My name is Toby Shapshak. The executive producer is Sally Hudson, and Hans Baumgarten is our director of audio. You can subscribe to this wherever you get your podcasts, and please do, as well as liking us. That really does help. Thanks. Cheers. <laughs>